this week on What the Church. Okay, so what are my fun facts about First Pres? This is my second stint on staff. Some of you may remember me from the days of doing other things in the church. This is my second, I'm in my second, seventh year working wow. here. So um, I either really love Jesus or I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> <laughs> we, I kind of think of it like dog years. 14 years is like half your life, Paige. Don't. <laughs> My name is Paige. Welcome to What the Church, a podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Orlando. And I'm here with Cameron Hughes. Hey there. Hey there. And we're going to do a little little intro episode so you can get to know us, which is both of our favorite thing as actual introverts who are somehow hosting a podcast that's Real life introverts. On the internet everywhere. Okay. So do you want to start? So this first podcast, we really want to cover what is What the Church about, why are we here? What are we doing? And what is the purpose of spending 20 plus minutes with us in your car, on your run, at work? While you're loading the dishwasher. Loading the dishwasher, mowing the lawn. Yeah, there you go. Whatever you want to do. Um, and then we also want to take a little bit of time to introduce who are Paige and Cameron and why are we hosting and why are we never on the same thing together? It's true. And then uh, we want to give you an opportunity to hear some of the interesting thoughts we have about First Presbyterian and our takes on different questions in life. Yeah, to get to know us a little bit better, we'll although we'll see what you. gets edited out. It'll probably all need to be edited. Like 96%. Right. Yeah. So Paige, why what the church? What are we doing? So the idea behind the podcast is about three years old. Um, we have been thinking about how to do this well and produce stuff people really wanted to listen to. We have a ton of great content at the church, but how do we create... Um, content that helps equip people for the 167 hours a week they are not at church, uh, knowing that people need to go out and follow Jesus where they are. So one of the things as we built some of our um, material and our ideas around living missionally in family vocation in neighborhood was that we would use this podcast to kind of supplement that. So if you um, miss church or if you can't be in the pastor class, which is where we're going to have sort of different kinds of conversations about those things, that you can use this as a way to stay connected and part of the conversation about living missionally. That's a cool opportunity for us to be able to have discussion, but also to be able to start to tell some stories and share stories of people who are out in the world living in family vocation neighborhood. So, and we, we also want to use this as a way to going forward, the podcast as a way to highlight people's stories. Like you mentioned, there's people, there's obviously experts that we're going to highlight in the first few weeks, but as we go on and we continue to produce other content, this is going to be a way to hear from people that you might not normally hear from and to celebrate some of the things that God's doing in our church family. Right. And we don't want to shy away from theology either. Um, we want to be able to use this as a place where we can dig into some of the vocabulary of what we're hearing in all things change and new process and uh, really be able to define some of the words that we use on Sunday, uh, whether it be in a sermon or in the pastor's class, and really be able to dig into the theology of why we're doing this rather than just talk about it and expect everybody to know what we're talking about. Right. And that's part of what we'll hit in our first episode about language shaping culture. Mm -hmm with Dr. Swanson and Jack Peebles. Excellent. Okay, so do you want to start? You want to ask the first question? Yeah, Paige, what what do I do around here? <laughs> okay, Cameron. So here's what I know. Besides wearing fabulous 
print shirts, which I think is something we share a love of prints. Um, you also it's the dad phase. <laughs> It's a good phase, the dad phase. Um, you also are part of the equipping team, which a lot of people don't realize is a brand spanking new thing that has emerged from our vision process. And it's one of the work teams on our staff. And it also includes lay people. And we come up with all kinds of crazy ideas to help people learn how to live missionally. Um, our main job is connecting ministry, which is helping people in the life of the church get connected and figure out where their space is and how to meet other people. Um, I know he's a whiz at our database. I don't quite have that figured out myself yet. Neither do I. Mm, it's perfect. And um, one of the main things that you've been focused on is helping develop content for discipleship, including this podcast and doing the strategy around discipleship. Which strategy. Is strategy. Because that's one of your main strengths is being strategic. It is indeed. Yeah. That's a pretty good description. I need you to rewrite my job description so that I actually know what I do. I'm actually pretty good at that. Cameron, what do I do around here? From what I gather, Paige's responsibilities include running all things creative and all things content. Um, My best description would be Paige writes the stuff that you see and hear and think and feel other than the sermons. You don't really need to write the sermons, but um, Paige leads our creative team of all of our video, audio, graphic, and um, marketing folks and has been heavily involved in the rebrand process and really just a creative and linguistic wizard, I would say, is the, the... key to who Paige is. She approves and writes most of our content. So I'm going to put that on my business card. With, <laughs> creative wizard. Yeah. With, without Paige's influence, you wouldn't hear any of these words. That's so, true. It's fantastic. That is true. Okay. So I, I'm going to talk for a minute about why I think you're going to be a good host. Oh, no. Okay. So I think Cameron is going to be a great podcast host, despite the fact that we're both, as I said, introverts. Because like me, he's got a big chunk of his strength finder strengths are in strategic gifts. And so he's thinking about the big picture all the time. So that's going to be very helpful uh, when he asks all the questions. Um, I think he's probably not likely to say something inappropriate that we're going to have to edit out later on the scale of inappropriateness. Jack Peebles being a one and Case Thorpe being a 10 and most inappropriate. You're probably like a two, Cameron. I think so I that, feel undervalued. No, I mean you can work on it, but I'm just saying I feel safe. <laughs> I feel safe in this scenario. And we'll just have Donovan edit out anything. For those of you who don't know, Donovan is our editor and he sits here bravely with us every time we record. So and shakes his head. He the reason everything sounds good is because of Donovan. And Let's looks be good. Yeah. And looks good. Yeah. Our chief storyteller. He is. It's fantastic. And I think probably it's difficult to podcast with people you don't already enjoy talking to. So that's another reason that I wanted you to help post because I actually like talking to you and I think other people will too. I hope so. (laughs) By the title director of Connections, (laughs) I hope I can have a conversation with people, but sometimes I don't feel like I can because of the introverted nature. I think Paige is going to be a great host for this because she's so reluctant to actually do it. I think it means there's... um, (laughs) Plenty of desire to make a good product and to be able to sit and listen well. Um, And I feel like Paige does that well. I also think uh, it's so incredibly important to have Paige here uh, and to be able to ask questions because she's been 
uh, one of the strategic minds behind all the language that we've chosen over the last 18 months and uh, really a driving force in how we define and look at the bigger picture of what our church is trying to be. And um, I think one of the biggest things in a change process like this is being able to tell the story of what we want to be well um, and Paige is very much a a storyteller and a person who can help us understand what the language is behind all of our feelings and thoughts um, when we encounter change. So looking forward to that and her insight and her ability to help guide us. Um, Sometimes I just like to talk and don't really know what I'm talking about. I feel like Paige really does know what she's talking about. So it'll be fun to... On occasion, not Uh, often, not frequently. Okay, Cameron, so what are some fun First Pres facts about you? Fun First Pres-related facts. Well, I got married in Reformation Chapel before I worked here or before I even attended here. Uh, But to a woman who's way out of my league, my wife Taylor is fantastic. And we got married in the chapel and uh, in a massive ceremony of 16 people. So it was a perfect place for us to get married. That's a brilliant strategy, actually. And then I got hired and now I work here and I get to see the chapel all the time. And it reminds me of that sweet moment. And uh, I didn't know the studio space that we have existed until three weeks ago. I feel like I know the church pretty well after two years of being on staff. But when I was told we were recording in the red room, (laughs) I know where the green room is. And I know the room that's painted blue, but I don't know the red room. And mm-hmm. it turns out there's a dungeon here. So. Yeah, well, this room didn't actually exist three weeks ago. It's probably why you that didn't know. More but sense. for those of you that don't know, we are recording underneath. No, don't tell them. <gasps> it's a secret. If you can find it, you can be on the podcast. <laughs> okay, fine. I won't say anything, but can I give any clues? Can I give hints? It, it's in a basement in Florida. It's in a basement, which good luck finding another one of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We're surrounded by spooky things and I, ghosts. I feel like you'd that you're seriously leaning into the spooky factor here. It's not not creepy. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Okay. So, what are my fun facts about First Pro? This is my second stint on staff. Some of you may remember me from the days of doing other things in the church. This is my second. I'm in my second seventh year working wow. here. So. Um, I either really love Jesus or I'm a glutton for punishment. <laughs> Wait, I kind of think of it like dog years. 14 years is like half your life, Paige. Don't. <laughs> Thank you, Cameron. Thank you. You're so right. And um, and then the last probably fun fact about me, I had, there's a few, but the ones I would probably share in public. My husband proposed to me on the roof of the parking garage. You didn't get married in the chapel, though? No, we were in the sanctuary. I tried to convince David to do the wedding on the roof of the parking garage. And lo and behold, he said it would be too hot and he would sweat. <laughs> in the middle so, of January? It, it was it was in May. So, okay. yeah, to be fair. But I feel like probably not everybody has to has to compensate for their pastor's sweat factor. That's fair. Yeah. And I did. So, OK. So you want to do some question of the day? Yeah. Paige. Mm. <laughs> What is your current favorite smell? <laughs> I like that I got this one. I wrote the questions and I was I should have flipped it. Okay, this is a new thing since I became a mom. I say new. I've been a mom for several years now. But the and other moms may or may not identify with this, but the top of my children's head has oh. like a weird special stink yeah. that I treasure. Yeah. And so like my kids stinky tops of their heads. That is my one of my favorite smells. It actually, I just smell it and I kind of calm down. I totally agree. In the last 14 months of my life, there haven't been a lot of pleasant smells. 
Uh, but there's something <laughs> about the smell of sticky on your child that's yeah, just it's right. Sometimes it's like strawberries and sometimes like the dog licked them and you never really know, but it's a very distinct. It's a nice, it's it's a just nice odor. the smell of your child. We could say the smell of our children. <laughs> but it's so much more unsettling the way we're actually describing it. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you for listening to all of that. We're really glad you tuned in today. Yes, thank you for taking the time to get to know us. And we hope you'll also take a minute to click the subscribe button so you'll start to get the episodes when they come out in the next few weeks. We will have some really fun people on. Like really smart, great people. Really, yeah, really smart. And then they will be us. So, you know, you have a lot to look forward to. And this is where our closing tagline goes. But we are going to talk about that in the next episode where we talk about how language shapes culture. Bye. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.